Freestyle Club with your hosts, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes, and CPR, Jose Ortiz. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Freestyle Club where we ask that question, can we have an honest conversation about freestyle? Well, we're going to find out. On this week's episode, of course, we got our co-host, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes. What's good, you bastard? And joining us on the third seat, we have uh, DJ Bryski. What's up, guys? DJ Bryski, a member of the Freestyle Club uh, Facebook page on uh, Facebook, of course. And uh, he uh, was uh, one that spurred this uh, subject, this post. You talk about um, producers and making them uh, put more effort into putting club mixes, dubs, and bonus beats on their production. So we thought that it was a great uh, way to uh, get everyone talking and have a great conversation about this subject. This is the Freestyle Club. Topic of the week. Let's talk freestyle. Freestyle. What did you mean when you put this post up on the Freestyle Club? Well, every time I hear a new song, and it's only that version, whether it's a radio or a short club mix, there's nothing really for DJs that like to mess around with a track. All you could do with, with it is really mix. Mix from one song to the next song. You can't, like I always like to play the, a dub mix first, and then get into the song, and then play a little beat in the end, and then get to the next song. And same thing with the next song. The way I used to listen to freestyle back in the early 80s, when um, the Latin Rascals used to mix it in Little Louis Vega. I mean, the songs used to be crazy long. They used to do some crazy stuff, and but they had the material. Now, all you, all I see on Facebook is everyone just mixing. There's nothing no more. All the new songs, all they're doing is mixing. In and out. Next one, next, next, next. It's like... Maybe I want to hear a song for 10 minutes if someone does a nice job with it. Ralph, what is your take? It's a, it's a problem of a skill set level where they can't do it. And then the other problem is with, with mixing new school is that from what the DJs report back to me is that whenever they play new school, they lose part of their audience. And, I, you know, I hate to say that, but that's just a, a, a fact that we can't uh, dance around. Well, is it because of the fact that there are no extended versions to songs because for me, uh, me being on the radio, I have a two-hour show. I don't have time to play a ten-minute track, bring it back, and then play it again. I have a short two-hour span to uh, you know get the people interested, uh, get the song situated and played, and then you know I go to the next one. So for me, as an on-air personality and doing a radio show, uh, I'm trying to get the song popular. I'm trying to get the song an audience, and so for me, the shorter. Uh, the better. I mean, I do like an intro, and I can agree that from when you press play, the song just goes and starts singing, and I don't have a chance to introduce it. There's no break beat. There's no um, uh, outro beats where I can actually outro the song, try to promote it. Uh, so that's the only gripe that I have. But uh, I I don't have time to go into percapellas and bonus beats and all that stuff. As far as new school for me, you know, that's all I've been playing. You know, for the past 20 years, uh, every time something new comes in, I, I try to promote it as much as I can. So when you say that um, iRadio stations or, or radio stations that um, are on um, on their websites play new school and their audiences leave, is that because it's a new school song or is it because there are no extended beats or it doesn't move the DJ or the audience? Okay, th there's two factors, right? Let, let me just be honest, right? There's two factors. There's one... Again, it's the skill set level that the DJs are using. Some of them just, they, they butcher it, right? So either they stop their set to play the song, and then they start all over again, or they mix it in, and it's it's just a mess. Right? I, heard I heard that before. Yeah, right? Yeah, I heard DJs do that, yeah. They, 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 it's just a train wreck, right? You know, you want to serve coffee and have the Red Cross there after they do these mixes, because it's just, uh, I can't, bro. And then it's just, you know, the fact that these guys can't really get creative with their mixes. You know, it, it is what it is. They don't have a way to get in. They don't have a way to get out. And, and most of them just avoid for that well, reason. If you watch uh, Jesus and Juice Vasquez on um, Facebook Live, he's mixing. And it doesn't matter to him 
what the song is, he always finds a way to blend it together. So he's been doing this for over 30 years. And if you look at his show, he's, he's pretty great at mixing songs that, you know, don't have that much. He, he likes to put that bonus beat in there and then mix it right in. And I do see the struggle that a lot of DJs who attempt to mix songs that don't have an intro, break, and outro have. Um, and, and that's disparaging uh, because, you know, uh, the equipment these days is much easier than the two turntables that you use previously when you had to mix and then you had to, you know, cup the, the top of the, the turntable so you could slow it down and do all these little tricks. Now it's done by a button. Now it's done by pretty much the, the computer itself. You know, I do agree that the skill set of the DJs these days is less than what uh, people who used to, you know, mix records in our era or even doing the, the CDJs did. Now it's just computer. It'll do it for you. It'll beat match it for you. No, I totally agree. What do you think, Bryski? Okay, he's right in a way, but you got to realize every DJ is different. Every DJ, DJ is different. When I started DJing, I was listening to Tony Moran, the Latin Rascals, and um, Little Wee Vega, and I was like, man, I, I, didn't, I couldn't understand how they mix so so smooth and i was always into like long nice mixing like where it just sounded like one record through the whole mix you couldn't really tell them apart it was i was like blown away i was amazed when they used to spin i remember when and i said it before when your no say came out pajama party came out yo little louis vega must have made it like 15 minutes long and i know he went from the dub to the club mix back to the dub it, it was so i remember it was so long and, I, and it was just when it came out, of course, he had to promote it, whatever. But I was like, it's it's like me. I don't mind listening to the same song for 10, 15 minutes. It don't bother me because back then, well, I'm talking about the old stuff. I'm not talking about new stuff, the old stuff, because there was so much going on. All the mixes were like different. And when we discussed, when I said, why, why don't producers make the version? And we had this big debate between me and you. Where you said it costs money. Listen, CPR, I don't know if you produced or not. I'm not, I don't consider myself a, like a real producer. I just did a few tracks. I produced a few tracks, I guess you could say. I'm more of a DJ. But whenever I, when I started making a, 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 a new song, I always started with a club mix. First time I started with a radio mix, big mistake. It's harder to extend a track than it is breaking it down. When I made the club mix, oh, it's always seven minutes long. That's what I start with. Seven minutes long, I got the beat in the beginning, beat in the end, and the beat in the middle. And then eight bars, boom, I got a little percussion. I got the intro where I know how a DJ is going to mix it and what's coming in and what leaves in the next track. And that has to do with you being a student of the game. And I could truly appreciate that. I, I've learned from the from the best, like the real to real, which is the way that Tony Moran used to mix, and and so the Albert Cabrera to you know going into the turntable. And so I appreciate long extended versions. Mickey Garcia was synonymous on Mick Mac Records with the nine minute introduction. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Crying over you, you can actually <laughs> actually yeah. put the song on, go to the bathroom. Take care of business, make a sandwich, <laughs> yep. you know, and, and then come back and the first verse starts. You know what I mean? And I love that. I really do. And and there was a time where our radio station, Clubhouse Dance Music, would would play those long extended versions. But people have a short attention span in 2018, and I don't think that they can handle 15 minutes of the same song. Yeah, but I, I for you, it's a different story. I understand that for you. But we had a debate, why don't producers make different mixes? And you were like, it costs money, it takes long. It literally takes, I, I just talked to a producer today, and he he pretty much made the music the same way I do, which I was like, oh, wow. And I didn't learn to make them that long in the beginning and whatever. So what I guess I just thought of it the right way, I guess. I don't know. But... He even said, same thing, acapella. You just solo the acapella, bounce the disc. It takes you one second or two seconds to solo all the acapellas that you have, the backgrounds and everything. It'll take you longer to bounce on the CPU of your computer than it does for you to click that button. It literally takes you less than two minutes to bounce an acapella. You want an instrumental? Mute the acapella, bounce again, you're done. You want a radio mix? 
take out the beat in the beginning, take out the beat in the end, take out the beat in the middle, boom, put them together, you got a radio mix, you're done. Instrumental, everything's done. You want the acapella? Everything is done. The only thing that will take long, which we both agree on, was a dub mix where, where you want the words in and out of. That was the only thing that would probably take us, we average about two hours for that. So if you wanted um, a club mix, radio mix, uh, acapella, uh, a bonus beat, you just loop the eight bars for two minutes and you're done. Um, you can have six versions within three hours after the production, recording it, and everything is done. Before it goes to mastering, it literally take you a few hours. I don't know why you said eight weeks. I don't know where you heard that. What I'm saying to you is is that a lot of these uh, producers don't want to take the time to do this because they're paid to produce a song, mix and master it, and, and that's it. Um, if they want anything extra, uh, the bottom line is is that the, the artists don't want to come out of pocket. There's a difference between having someone like Brad Warsaw or their Santana twins where in the end, you know, they come out with all these different versions. And I and I commend them. I commend Brad Warsaw. As you can see, a lot of the releases have what you're looking for. Um, but the only issue that I see and what I hear from the producers that I've worked with and the, the people that I've been uh, speaking to is, is that they want to be compensated for that. And I think the compensation is the issue of why you don't see dubs and bonus beats and, and all these club mixes because they have various projects that they're doing. They're trying to churn out as many projects as they can and they're trying to make as much money as they can. And the people that are hiring them are not wanting to pay and so remember back in the day when you would pay a, a producer even before the the bottom dropped out on on these songs where you would pay a thousand dollars five thousand dollars where you would get full production now it's down to anywhere between 250 dollars 600 so they don't want to take on that task I, and i don't want to speak for them because i'm not a producer but these are the things that i've spoken to many uh, producers about because I am a big fan of extended versions. I don't mean a nine-minute song. I mean, give me some beats in the beginning of the song. So four minutes. Four minutes is a good radio mix, I think. Exactly. So I can introduce it and then give me a way to outro it so I'm able to promote your song properly. Uh, yeah. and, and so like Brad Warsaw, uh, he put out uh, a new song with Audi Medina. The man needs to be respected for what he did because he put on an extended version. He put uh, uncut extended versions with swears. He got a radio mix. I believe he got the acapellas in there. I mean, he went all out. And for that, I commend him. But again, is the dynamic between him and Audi Medina and, and how they work together, which where he has one project that and one artist he's working with, and that's it. But then other producers take on multiple projects at the same time and they just want to churn them out as much as as possible because for some of them this is their livelihood this is how they make their money yeah no i understand what you're saying but the thing if something takes that short throw the producer a few bucks extra for doing that that dude if you're an artist you don't you want the best for the track and it bothers me when you say oh like well Raphael always says to me nobody's gonna buy the records only big DJs buy it. And me, I'm always buying, I buy at least five records all the time. And I, by the way, I finally got that record we talked about. I don't want to say it on the air, but I finally got it today. Yeah, I'm still so waiting. Whatever. So that, that's, that, I don't, that's <laughs> another show right No, Honestly, that's another show right there is, you know, you want to talk about uh, tracks and, and availability, but dude, I, I don't even know where to get these these yeah, songs yeah. half the time. Yeah, promotion and the thing does is, suck. I, I, I can listen, agree with that. The, the songs you, you pointed out when you posted up those pictures, I never heard of none of them. So I, I, didn't, I didn't either. I'm, and I mixed the new school. You know, I do specifically yeah. for the new school, I do a mix, you know? You, you know what CPR? And, and, I, and I can't find them. The thing is, these producers and labels, honestly, should have certain DJs seriously to give out free. Stop, stop sitting there being so cheap. And like, like literally... When I did the freestyle tracks, this is a totally different discussion right now. Listen, I wanted the artist to make the money. I gave away everything. I didn't expect no sales or nothing on the, any of the songs. I wanted the artist to make money off the shows. That's it. I, I was happy with that. I just wanted to do the songs. I didn't care. Boom, do what you got to do. 
That's all I wanted. And you're correct. That was, you're correct when you say that this is another topic, another show, because there is no money on shows. From what I'm hearing from two guys here, right, from two different guys that have two different needs, right? The radio station need and the DJ need. It sounds to me that it would behoove the artist and the producer to have more than one mix. Yes, I, I mean, agree. I, I mean, think about it. CPR has one need, right? Mm-hmm. And so do all the radio stations that put the songs up to be heard. They they need the radio version. They do. And to some extent, they need a, a, a real radio station that gives them an intro to talk over, right? Mm-hmm. But DJs need something that they can be creative with. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, guys, you know, how many DJs are now mixing freestyle on FB Live? I, mean, I lost count. Listen, I have, no, I have no any DJ out there, but it's all about them. Like, to me, it's not really... You're not promoting the music. You're just trying to get the newest music to be the first one to play it. You, 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 it ain't like being the first one to play it to be in a good way. It's being the first one to play it, but like, yeah, I'm, I played it first. To sit, just to have that. It, it ain't like, I, I don't know. I, I take it differently, DJing. I take it really serious and personally. Um, I love DJing. It ain't just freestyle DJ, DJ, break beats, house, everything. I just love DJing, but I just love, freestyle had the most stuff to do with to mess with that's what i love about it the most but, but I, now I think, you don't i think that you're gonna get your wish though uh, there's some people that are are investing in putting their stuff out in vinyl you know we have vicky victoria she put out this pink vinyl that she put out you know nick cologne's gonna have a vinyl and hopefully yeah. it'll have all those versions and there are other people that is that melendez yeah. is that melendez is one that's another one and so there are people that are going to be investing in vinyl and and you know we got into this topic shortly after we got into this discussion and that is about we as a as a genre have to decide how we're going to present our music to our audience are we going to do vinyl now are we going to transfer over to vinyl are we going to not worry about the digital downloads or are we going to still do cds or are we all going to do all three um, you know, or use every medium that we can. But again, it goes down to the money and the investment, and it goes down to how much um, the person that you're working with is willing to put in. Uh, but I am glad that there are some people that are taking the vinyl serious. Ray Guell is also going to be coming out with vinyl. Um, Tony Marino has come out with vinyl, and he has other vinyl in stored as well. So there are people that are going to be investing in vinyl, and wanting to do vinyl with extended mixes, we just have to wait. But as far as the topic and what you brought up, which is a great topic, I just think that the reason why they don't want to is not because they're lazy, it's because they want to be compensated. All right, I can see that. I, I, can, I can't say no, <laughs> but no, I, I can't say no. But to me, it's like, dude, it literally take you ten minutes. No, yeah, I definitely agree. Listen, I know, I know, but dude, then you know what? Just tell the audience, oh, you want the other mixes? Throw me some money, and I'll do it. I'm not talking about big money. I'm not. Don't don't sit there, tell them, yo, give me another five hundred dollars or hundred dollars for each track when it only takes you literally like two minutes to do that. That's you know, you're screwing up everything. Well, freestyle producers are like the plumber. Right, you call the plumber. He comes in. Thirty seconds later, he unclogs your um, your faucet or your um, toilet, and then he's like, "Well, that'd be three hundred dollars." You know, they they don't care about the time it takes. I think they care only about the compensation portion of it. You know what? You know what's a good idea then? How about these producers start making a price list of their own, whatever they want to charge. Be like, okay, this production is this much. Um, you get it mastered and everything done. If you want different versions, this is another package. But How about that? How about- I agree. But here, here's here's the issue with that. And it's called, in, in Puerto Rican terms, the muerto de hambre prices, right? People want the lowest price. So what will happen is, let's say someone like Jay Adams puts out his price list. The next producer is going to undercut them and be like, don't go to him. I'll charge you $100 less. You know, and then it'll go, get to that point where it'll be like a $50 production, you know, because they do that now behind the scenes. It's well, so hold much, on. It's so but much you fun. Get what is, but you get what you pay for, but that's the yeah. thing. You get what you pay for, but you know what? That's in every business, right? That's yeah, not that's, just, every, that's, that's everything. That's in every business, right? Because when I was uh, fixing computers, that's how I made my money. My friends would go to me and say, hey, this, I went to the Geek Squad. They're charging me $300, $300 to do this. 
And I would tell him, well, give me 100 bucks, man, and I'll, I'll take care of it. And yeah, and you it. would just plug it in. <laughs> That's it. And I would just plug it in the back and tell him, yo, you're good to go. The Raphael squad. <laughs> it was a there very serious. Yeah, it was a very serious issue, but I got it taken care of. Don't worry. But it's the same thing like right now. If someone goes to a different producer, everybody got their own prices. You go to Carlos, he got his price. You know you, you know, you know what you're getting. You go to Willie, you know what you're getting. You go to Santana Twins, you know what you're getting. Like everybody, you know, everybody has their price. So uh, I'm literally, there should be a, a piece of paper you give to the artist. Production, this, 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 here, this is the price. Now let me ask you a, a very important question. Is there a market for extended mixes, percapellas, bonus beats, all together in one beautiful package, and are people going to go out of their way to purchase these things? I know, okay. I know you as a DJ would would do your best to get all the vinyl if it's pressed on vinyl. Oh, I'm still trying to do it. Trust me. Yes. Um, I, I've seen your collection. I'm I, I'm a little envious because, you know, I have a good amount of records and rare, but uh, you, you are pretty much beating me double. I have like 30. <laughs> I had to get rid of like 10. I, I think what we should just leave it at is a radio, a good radio mix for you and other radio stations where you have a little intro intro, intro and an outro or even in the middle for you to maybe say, yo, this song is slamming or whatever. I don't know. Wh whatever you do. <laughs> um, one, a club mix for the DJs. Um, beat in the beginning. Not no keys or nothing crazy. Give me a beat in the beginning, a beat in the end, and a beat in the middle. If I, want, if I don't like the song too much, I'll get out of it even sooner. The sooner the better, I guess. Um, <laughs> Do you say it gets out of it if you don't like it? <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes you just get bored of it. Come on. You know, there's some tracks you're just like, why did I pick this track? You know what I'm saying? It's just sometimes you just like that. So but when artists that are tuning in and you hear your mix, your song being played in the mix, and if it's 10 seconds in and out, you know how the DJ feels about your song. Yeah. There you if this mix is broken. At least, okay. <laughs> if they don't want to give us all those mixes, at least give us two, and maybe throw in an acapella for us or something. I mean, acapellas are always great. You know, Three mix I used to love when they used to um, put in the acapellas, but I've seen a lot of people try to remix songs using the acapellas, and man, I was like, thank God they're not coming out with acapellas of current songs because people are butchering Dude, freestyle that's songs what I, on that's, SoundCloud. I'll be hearing. That's, that's what I told Raphael. He goes, Joe, why don't you put an acapellas on your thing? I'm like, so I can hear a Planet Rock beat behind it? Are you serious? Don't Not get even me that, started. Don't get me started, don't, bro. Yeah, don't, don't get that started. But no, <laughs> I, you, you hear sirens and fire trucks, and you, you hear you hear explosions. Godzilla? Yeah. You, I heard the one with Godzilla on it. Yes. No. Yes, that's yes. one with Godzilla on it. You know, the only Godzilla one is Billy Ray, No More Tears, and that sounded badass. Amazing, yes. But again, you know, it, it's is there a market for this? Um, in your oh. opinion, uh, a market for vinyl only releases with the way that things were done back in the day. Um, you know, you know what, man? I, honest, dude, I, I'm speaking. Honest. I'm speaking for myself, and I know collectors. They don't buy as much as me, but literally, seriously, um, Jose asked Raphael. I got like at least 10, 15, 20 copies of each record, dude. No, no, I, I got you. I know, I know. But that's I what I'm saying. I'm, I, this is about me, though, the way I am. I buy like, now I buy like five records of each. Because I know they're even rarer now. But, but, but Bryce, what, what do I call you and your cohorts? Um, I don't, I forgot. Vinyl hoarders? Guys, yeah, no. I, no, I call them vinyl whales because that's what they do. They got the money and, and the desire to, to buy multiple copies, right? But the average person, they're not good. Like, you look at even the DJs. How many DJs are there and how many DJs are spinning on vinyl? I could count maybe two that are spinning on actual vinyl. Yeah. yeah. Right? You know what, man? And big props to Kip, right. Cliff Pot, right? Because right. he's one of them. Yeah, right? he's one of them, yes. Big shout out to him. And, and, and the Brazilian guy, uh, Tony, that you know, right. right? How about this? How about a good 250 copies? Not going to happen. Oh, that's I'm, too much, dude. Not gonna happen, I, dude. I, I'm taking I, five automatically. Come on, dude. I had a conversation. I had a conversation today with an artist that's gonna press vinyl, and they they stated that the run is gonna be fifty. But see, that's that's good though. That, and you know what? And it makes it even more rare, Bryski. So when you buy thirty of them, you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? No, it is fifty. I'll probably buy ten. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and and, I, and again, you you are a rare 
person that I want to connect with because I want to sell you stuff. But uh, 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 you know what's funny? You didn't even get back to me from that list I know, gave you. You know why? Because I here's the thing: I have a whole closet, two sides of, of the closet on the third floor of my home, and you got to open it and get into it and crawl and go through all the vinyl that goes from one side of the wall to the other. It's a lot. It's all divided. All right, listen. It's all divided by Micmac and cutting and rare. Just, you know, All right, I'm me and Ralph will make a trip. We're going to make a trip. We'll come over there. We'll spend a whole weekend. We'll be good. <laughs> I'll go through everything. I'll go through everything. Don't worry about it. I got plenty of mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, what the hell is that for? Oh, I, I, that's, a, that's an inside joke. I'll tell you about it later. All right. No, I don't even want to know. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not a sexual one. And, no, not, and, so, uh, and so it's uh, the late, great Pete Hernandez. He ended up coming to my home back in the day and stayed over my house. So he raided my refrigerator. He went in the in the refrigerator. I said, you know, help yourself, whatever. He made the sandwich, this big, huge, you know, it's just like, he took the whole bread. I'm a little upset about that still. He <laughs> took the, the whole uh, boil of the bread. He, he lathered it up with with, uh, with uh, mayonnaise and he ate it. And then he was in the bathroom all weekend. And uh, there was like a 20 ply of toilet paper that I had purchased. <laughs> and it was all gone by the end of Sunday because he said I poisoned him with my poison mayonnaise that was old. Oh, my. Who? Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> Oh my. All right, well, that's another story. God rest his soul, man. God rest his soul. God oh, bless you, too. It's a good God story. All right, Pete. <laughs> I still didn't answer the question, and I think maybe you're right. Maybe maybe 50 but what the hell are they going to sell for? Like $100 each? Exactly, and that's that's the that's the, the reason that there probably <sighs> is not a market for vinyl with all these percapellas. I know that when, when uh, Nick Colon's Broken comes out on vinyl, he's going to be very, very lucky because they're – Whatever they spend on the pressing, the the twelve inch record, you're gonna pay them back. So um, they're gonna make their money just from you. <laughs> if, if it's a good price, I'm definitely getting ten copies. I mean, what's a good price to you? Because I, I, I that's the next. Honestly, question. a what fair is, price. Yes. For a single, for a single, but dude, you got to put at least four version. At least give me four versions: a radio club, an instrumental, uh, an acapella. Give me, give me some kind of beat so I could, maybe I want to extend it. Give an me a acapella. Price. 20 bucks, I think, is a fair price for today's. A really good song, 24 25 bucks, whatever. Uh, I think it, I, I, it's a little high for a single. It is high. You could buy albums for that much. I understand. But, but we have a lot of conditional support. And I know that when I say that, Ralph has his views on them. Over the years, when you, whenever you ask a group of freestyle supporters, alleged supporters, to purchase your material... They'll give you an excuse. So, for example, there are things now that are available on CD and available on iTunes. And now Bryski said, well, give it to me on vinyl. You know what I mean? A few years ago, people were putting stuff on CD. And they're like, well, we'll wait until you put it on iTunes. And then a few years before that, it was like, oh, no, you had this on a CDR. I don't want it on a CDR. I want it on a real CD. And so there's this conditional support for your project. So where now, we don't know what we want. Now I saw somebody talking about I stream freestyle. I don't purchase it. I just stream it. So conditional support. You know, I, you do this and I'll do that. Okay, 100 copies. Everyone should make 100 copies. <laughs> <laughs> Give me 100 copies, guys. I'll buy a box. Yeah. What's so, in the box? What's in the box? That's it. What's in there? Give me it. Yeah, so um, the way uh, the way I see it, right? When, when CPR was talking about conditional support, of course it's going to be conditional support. And I'm an avid forum reader, right? So I I read all the comments from all the different websites, right? And what I notice is, sure, there are people that are saying I'm only going to buy it if it's on iTunes, and there are some people saying I, I want a CD. And of course, there's the vinyl wells that want it on vinyl, but let's be honest these are three different subsets of the same group mm -hmm. so when you say some people want it on vinyl and then you make it available on vinyl but then then they want it on cd these are two different groups of people it's yeah. not the same it's not the same person saying give give me a hot dog give me a give me a hamburger give me a steak no it's three different people wanting three different things three wait you know what i just thought of how about this and you would probably agree with me ralph you know how okay i'm not gonna say who or what i'm not, I'm not gonna say, i can't I'm not going to point nobody out. How about the artist deciding who 
is he going to make the track for? Like, is it going to be for CPR on the radio? I'm just saying, I'm talking about the, the um, he's going to give him, what do you get, CPR? So MP3, right? Yes. iTunes, okay. So he, he'll make the MP3, CPR. Um, Raphael, Baraski, and all these other DJs that spin vinyl, I'm going to make a few vinyl for these guys. Now, these other DJs online that just spin MP3s that me and Ralph always discuss, um, like, do you? what do you do for them? Like, these people are just grabbing it and just saying just because they have it. Like, like, CPR, he promotes, he actually promotes it. He actually does something with your song, whether it sucks or whether it's good. Oh, no, He's no, no. Say if it sucks, it's nowhere near my show. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna well, be, you have to it's put it on be, hot or not. You have to play it once. It's going to be going to the Cold Heart Hotel. <laughs> okay, okay. Here we go. All right, listen. But I'm saying, like, like you. to me, when I talk to Robert, when I hear what these freestyle people do from I'm, – I'm talking about producers, label owners, DJs, everyone – when I hear, I'm like, why, why do they still go for the freestyle crowd? When I switched over and started doing EDM, I had to get a whole. I, I never threw any EDM I did in any freestyler's face. I never said this, this. I said, check it out on my page, on my new site. Everything was. I had to get a whole new audience. That's a totally different um, story. But I went for a whole new audience. I went for a bigger picture. Now with the freestyle, whenever like when I did the Cold Heart Hotel, I'm like, yo, you want to play it? I, 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 no offense, CPR, but I looked past just the freestyle people with it. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it like people just limit themselves. People need to stop limiting themselves and just if you do something, you got to do it right. You got to don't don't tell me you worked hard because you were on freaking Facebook for four hours posting on all these things. That's not gonna do jack for you. That doesn't do shit. Because you know what? I scroll. A lot of people, I don't follow nobody. I don't want to see all your crap. I'm sorry to say that. I'm not I'm not sitting here dissing anybody. But, dude, there's some people that just put up the craziest shit, man. I can't follow. I only follow certain people. Right. I understand that. But circling back to the topic at hand, right, the, the point is, is you're, you're asking a label to press vinyl for this subset group, press CDs for this other subset group, and create uh, iTunes accounts and iTunes sales Hold on, hold on. Who said anything about CDs? Then you shouldn't even be putting this damn song out in the first place. I don't think it's the confidence in the song. It's the confidence that people are going to purchase it. You know for a fact that nobody likes to purchase anything anymore for the most part. Everybody wants free. Oh, yeah. Oh, everybody yeah. Oh, wants I, to, everybody shares. They're really quick to share. They don't, yeah, they but don't take like this, hold, hold on, CPR. When we did tracks on the, I'm just saying, the EDM scene, we gave it to DJs for free. I didn't want to, I, didn't, I knew the sales wasn't going to be there. We made money off the shows. Exactly, but there are no shows for, for new freestyle artists that don't know how to promote themselves. For EDM... That, 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 there you go. They for, don't know how to promote themselves. And that's a totally separate subject that we have to discuss on another time. But yeah. that's what I mean. It's not cost-effective for them to make vinyl CDs and put it on iTunes. They got to choose one because that's all they can afford. They're, they don't promote themselves well, so they have to wait for that return of three or four iTunes sales or three or four vinyl sales because they don't know how to push themselves, but there it's not going to be cost effective for them to to be able to uh, you know sell to three different portions of one subset group of of music, which is freestyle. Well, you know what, man? If 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 they're only selling two three on iTunes, then there's no money in freestyle whatsoever. We're just doing it for the for the love of it. I mean, we are doing it for the love of it, but like. We're just pretty much like we all have to have jobs. There's yeah. nothing else. Well, you know, there, I mean, there are a lot of people that have that notion, and that notion is even though I'm 45 years old, I'm going to get discovered. And they live by that. So they don't find employment, they don't find a job, they don't want to be employed. They think that they're going to be discovered. Or they go from area to area, sucking up 
the business, giving people bad taste in their mouths, and then just going to another area and doing it over and over again. They're, they go from Massachusetts to Connecticut to New York to Florida to Texas, and they just mess up every place that they go. Um, but there's just a bunch of people that do that now, and and they just give our music a bad name. CPO, in your opinion, out of MP3, CD, or LPs, which one do you think they can make some kind of money back out of those three? What I will say is vinyl, if you do it correctly, you could make a lot of money in vinyl. I have been making a lot of money for a long time. But the bottom has dropped on iTunes. I don't trust putting my stuff on iTunes because I know once one person downloads it, everybody has it. So yeah. what I tell people, my advice to them is press CDs. Sell the CDs first if you can, if you know how to promote yourself, or if you're Alex of Latin Nation and you put it in their contract that they have to sell, <laughs> right? And, and I'm not speaking out of school. This is just a good marketing plot for everyone. If you are in a group that's putting out a CD and it's a compilation and you're not pushing that compilation or buying copies of that compilation to push yourself and your group, then you, you don't belong in that group. The point that I'm trying to make is I, I think that CD is the safest, iTunes is not, and vinyl is the most lucrative if you do it correctly because you can sell vinyl and people can't duplicate your vinyl unless you're gonna no. you're gonna send it over to Brazil and you can send the yeah. masters, you know? I, I think vinyl sometimes you can sell vinyl for fifty to hundred dollars. There's some vinyl out there that's worth five hundred and, and it's just oh. a just, a, just I know people who pay spend a lot more than that. Not yes. me, but I know people who spent a couple thousand. Then, but oh my god, well we're gonna find out. But I okay. So what do you think? CDs and vinyl, and wait six months and then put it on iTunes. Yeah, that's what I always tell uh, folks. Uh, press CDs, um, and and wait on the on until your CDs are gone, and then put it on iTunes. Because once you put it on iTunes, either people are gonna stream it. Or they're not going to download it uh, or purchase it. Um, there are only a few lucky uh, freestyle artists that can put something on iTunes and they are supported. One of them being Sharon Masarin, who doesn't have any CDs out, but she has the support to the point where people are actually going to iTunes and downloading it, paying for it, and actually showing her, hey, I paid for it. And she has hundreds, I would say, that have purchased it and showed her that they've purchased it. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. I heard your show last week. She was on a top ten of sales. That's nice. Yeah, and then and uh, and top five and and Amazon and people say ah you know if you sell this and you sell that of course you're gonna be on the top ten. All right, people, let's slow down for a second. Uh, go in there and check if there's any other freestyle new releases on the top ten, and then tell me if that is a small feat. You know that it, that should be commended. It's something positive. Of course. That, that but of course we eat our own, so we don't dare give props to someone when they deserve it. So much props to Sharon Masarin. Oh, yeah, big time. Well, she's showing what could be done when you have a, uh, you know, the right team behind you. you know? Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. That's that's what it is. You need a street team. You need people that out there doing their job. That's I mean, listen, they could be family members. They could be whoever helping you out. Yeah, it can't be about titles. it got to be about doing. Yo, CPR. Yes, sir. When you hear a song, do you have, like, are they already out on iTunes or you're sitting there and saying, oh, you can't get the song right now or what? No, what I do is um, there are some people that send me their songs ahead of time. Nick Cologne, I've been playing since uh, late last year. You know, what I do is I develop the audience for that particular song and you just keep playing it on a weekly basis. And then when you get the release date, you start telling them when the release date is. And then, you know, you see how they're promoting themselves and you just got to, you got to bring an audience. And I completely, completely a hundred percent agree. And this is something that we should talk about in the future, how Facebook live and, and the DJs that are on Facebook live or, or they have radio shows are not about the music itself or promoting the artists. They're about promoting themselves. And yes, mm -hmm. you're more than welcome to promote yourself, but when you leave behind the genre of music that you represent, it doesn't do anything for the genre of music. That's why I always say, and I've put it on Facebook a few times, Facebook Live videos do nothing for new freestyle music. And, and you know what's weird? I was I don't want to bring it up, but I was telling Raphael, when we did the B&B show, in the, the first hour, we played anything that was old, that people knew, you know, to draw people into the show. I DJed from 9 to 
And then from 9.30 to 10, we talked like the way we're talking right now. And then from 10 to 11, it was all new school. So when when I heard this show, I was like, yo, you know what? It ain't your typical just DJing, playing. You guys are talking about what freestyle needs. And I like that. And we're going we're gonna to keep the third chair open for other guests to come in. I've spoken to Artie Rodriguez. He'll be a future guest. And so I want to I wanna talk freestyle. Can we honestly have conversation about freestyle without people losing their minds and we have to get to the bottom of this stuff because we've gotten so ultra sensitive to the point where we can't even have a conversation with each other because everybody's so easily offended by any comment that anybody makes and please excuse the f-bombs but it's the only (laughs) way that i can i can show you my passion when it comes to those subjects i can't speak to any artist about their song without them going on facebook and throwing a 30 page diatribe on how i did them wrong i can't have an honest conversation with people that i've known for a long time and tell them hey you got to work on this this is not good and they're like who the fuck are you then why are you giving me my giving me your track why are you trying to promote this on my show and specifically, once you do give them a little bit of airtime and you promote them, then they, the, the, the uh, relationship just goes to hell because they already got what they wanted from you and they move on. But again, why can't we have an honest conversation about freestyle and freestyle topics? I've enjoyed listening to your reasons of why they should do vinyl. I, I agree you know, wholeheartedly with a lot of the things that you said. I would love to see the vinyl comeback because it's another way for people in freestyle to make money without having their stuff pirated. Uh, the same thing with CDs, and I would completely stay away from iTunes for a while, for about six months, uh, until they get um, ready to uh, drop the, the digital files when they have, you know, recompensated. Oh, everything's almost gone, yeah. When the rec- exactly. When everything is almost gone, you have no more almost... Yo, it's time to put it on iTunes. Yeah, you know what's funny? You know what's funny, guys, is that if you put it on MP3, right? People are going to share that MP3. It's as mm-hmm. easy as, as opening up an email and attaching it, boom, or opening up your Facebook Messenger, attaching it, boom, it's shared, right? If you put it on CD, people are going to rip the CD and share it anyway, right? Right. They may use a Dropbox or whatever, right? But let me tell you, if a DJ gets a vinyl. There's no way. He's and he spends a lot of money. And he, hold on. And he spends a lot of money on it. He's, he's not, not giving that away. He is not sharing that vinyl with anyone. I'm telling <laughs> no. you. No. And especially if it has an acapella. Oh, hell no. No, no. That's and that's that's the beauty about it, right? Exactly. Like, yo, let me tell you, listen, I'm not gonna say names. But I have records that people are like, yo, Brian, uh, for my personal use, let me get a copy so you know I can hear it or I can play it on my show. And I'm like, and I tell him, I'm like, you know, I'm sorry, no. I'm like, because I know everyone wants to be the first one to play it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, I, I don't know. You know, and for me, you know, I get a lot of stuff first. I, I can imagine. My, I call myself Mr. Exclusive. But it's not, I'm not trying to make fun of other shows. It's the fact that I concentrate on promoting that artist. That specific artist is, it, it is my job to get it across. Hey, this song is available. So for me, getting a, a song uh, exclusively to my show is all about marketing that song. I create a campaign online. Hey, debuting this Thursday on my show is this specific song. I make sure that I tell the person giving me the song, when is the release date? Give me some information. Who produced it? I like to give that type of information out. And then I build the audience from there. Where now, you know, you even have copycat top 10 countdowns that... They listen to my countdown, whatever's not on it or whatever I rejected is on their countdown, which makes no sense because, you know, how are you going to have a countdown and you don't have the most popular tracks on there, but you do have Fulano de Tal who can't sing with a pen of rock beat as number one. You know, it's crazy. Uh. And I know that we can get into that subject in the near future, which we will. Right now, uh, we're going to end the topic of uh, the vinyl and the extended versions. So final thoughts on this subject. Honestly, like I said, I think it's, it would benefit everyone if you have 
different versions, right? A version that CPR can use, a version that DJs can use, and then there's a version that you sell to, to your fans, right? Because, like you said, some fans are not going to want to hear a 10-minute track, right? But there are others that do enjoy it, right? Yes. But as DJs, we can't mix something that, you know, uh, am I going to, like, sometimes I have to sit down, take the track, cut a piece here, cut a piece there, put some in the front, take some from the back, put it in the middle, take the middle. You know, it's like, forget about it. And, and half the times I don't even want to do it. But right. to make it, to, to make the mix work and the way, the style that I'm mixing, I have to do it or not play the song at all. So why make it harder for the DJ to play your song? What about you, Bryce And by the way, I want to thank you for joining us this week uh, on the third chair. But uh, what are your thoughts on the vinyl? Well, thank you for having me. Um, I think that I came up with right now, they should make one for you. So you can have the intro, like Raphael said, intro for you and outro. You could present, and it's better for the artists because you're presenting it better for them. DJs, me, Raphael, and people I know, give us a beat in the beginning a beat in the end and a beat in the middle if we don't like the song, okay? Those, <laughs> give us give us a, a real club mix. It doesn't have to be, well, it's going to end up being seven minutes. I'm telling you right now, six and a half, seven minutes, if that's the setup. Get radio mix for, and you can put this on a vinyl if you want. The radio mix, the club mix, the other side, if you want, throw an acapella. If you don't want nobody to have the real acapella, a synthapella, it'll mess up people. Um... And a, a little bonus beat, dude. It's two minutes of a beat, just to loop the beat if you want. But you don't have to. If you're if, if you're giving me a club mix with a beat in the end in the beginning, I can always loop it on my machines. Um, and the dub mix. Give us something so we can extend your track. It's your track. You want DJs to sit there and play it as long as they you know they can. It benefits you. That's it. I mean, like CPR said, put out those two. Put out the CDs first. Make some money. Buy the records, make the records, sell those records. Once the sales started going down and drooping, six, seven months later, just put it on iTunes and whatever. And that's it. It's done. Well, my final thoughts on the matter, I long for the days where we could uh, get a vinyl and pop it open, play $4.74 at the Music Center, uh, travel to Strawberries to get that first press copy of MKG's Tear Shed, uh, pick up a test press of Kimberly's I'm Still Loving You, uh, get that bootleg Canadian version of T, T-E-E-K-A-Y-A-H uh, oh my God. H of Is It Love. Uh, I, yeah, would, I got that. I got a few copies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I long for those days. But the way the market is right now for our music, it seems to me that for our music, we are not able to get back to those times because the market is just not there. And I wish that it was, but everybody's so picky about what they want, what they need, how they spend their money, and their conditional support of whatever they're into, especially freestyle. So we got to make up our minds first on vinyl, CD, digital, or all. Or we need to come up with a plan. Are we going to press CDs and use the money for the, from the CDs to press the vinyl and then use the money from the vinyl start the next project, and then put it on iTunes? I don't know. That would be for your marketing, that'll be for your budget, and that'll be for your company. But what I'm saying is, is that I'm enjoying spinning music. I would love for everyone to have uh, what they need and they want, but we have to be realistic. It's just not going to happen. It might happen after this. It might happen with a few people. CPR, if I could get five more records from different artists out of this, I'm happy. Well, you have a better chance of getting an HD DVD movie. Uh <laughs> the Freestyle Club. 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 Freestyle News. This is the Freestyle Club, and we're back. It's CPR along with the Unknown Admin and our special guest in the third seat, DJ Bryski. And right now, we want to talk about the feedback from the first episode of the Freestyle Club. Absolutely, man, guys. You you really surprised me with the, with all the comments, all the positive comments, uh, even the constructive criticism. Uh, I love it, man. I really didn't expect it to be uh, so positive. 
Yeah, I thought so too. I didn't read any negative thoughts. I thought that we would be, but everybody's been welcoming. They really enjoyed the first episode where it seemed like they were eavesdropping on friends conversating. And I hope that that vibe continues with this one. We know that Bryski is very passionate about music and we welcomed him here on the show. And in the future, we're looking to fill the seat with uh, artists, producers and people from different walks of our freestyle lives to get their perspective and to talk about different subjects so we're looking forward to that but i truly truly appreciate all the positive feedback and positive thoughts and and there were a few things that people said in regards to the planet rock beat b Othman, dos uh sent us some feedback and this is what he said in order for commercial radio stations to accept freestyle we need to use the planet rock beat well first and foremost thank you for your feedback and you know again this is the basis of our you know the concept of our show is to have an open and honest discussion and thank you again for uh, sharing your thoughts um for me I- i'm just going to put it out there i am not a pessimist or an optimist i'm more of a realist i don't see the cup as half empty or half full i see it as too wide so when you say that you know freestyle you know will only be accepted for its commercial return through the planet rock beat i don't see freestyle returning period i enjoy it i love it but it's to me it's underground I, i've seen mo- i've heard motown i've heard disco and they haven't made their big comeback either right they're mostly underground so you know i say i don't really see it being uh coming back as some kind of commercial hit also as a fan i i grew up when freestyle was coming out and it was you know all these different artists and they all had the different sounds you know the planet rock phenomenon came later when, when in my opinion when producers became lazy mm-hmm. and were looking for the quick buck so again you know that's just my opinion right that's how i feel and again as a dj now i'm giving you my, di- my different perspectives here as a dj i don't want to mix 20 planet rock beats in a row that is not <laughs> challenging to me you know i i'm gonna be honest with you that is not a challenge i made a mix it was a troll mix uh, quite honestly, because it was just every station that I turned to. It's the Planet Rock beat. There's very few TJs I could count them on one hand that that are not playing the Planet Rock beat in every in every set. You know, D- DJ Smooth One is one that I love looking forward to his mixes because they're going to be different. I know they're going to be different. You know, and there's a couple others. I'm not going to shout them all out. It's just not enough time. But for the most part, I I can't, man. I I can't. And it's going to be ironic because my pick of the week is going to be a Planet Rock beat. I'm going to let you know now, but that's because I couldn't. Uh, the song is good. I'm going to give it that. But I can't have every song being a Planet Rock beat. I just can't. And that's my point, so, too. My, my point is, is that I know there's very different um, versions of the Planet Rock beat, but I'm talking about the blatant African bombada Planet Rock beat. I'm talking about those type of productions where they that's the beat that they use for the intro, for the, the, the verses, for the break, and for the outro. And that's all you hear. There are a couple of songs that have used it recently that I've promoted, and those are exceptional songs. It had to do more with the vocals of the artist carrying the Planet Rock beat instead of what usually happens when the Planet Rock beat is carrying the vocals and the entire song for that specific artist. So I do break my rules once in a while, but I'd rather not. So please, <laughs> so please, Let's get creative with the music that you use for your productions. Uh, Bresky, what do you what do you think about the Planet Rock beat? I think seriously, maybe five songs with the original Planet Rock deserve that beat. Everything else, like seriously, and the one that I really loved the most was um, Frankie Boy. Um, he used the Planet My Precious Love. I think so, and I, that was the only one I accepted it like. That was like the first time I accepted it on another song and then others, a few other songs. But I was like, all right, he got a great voice. I like the whole thing. It went perfect. But when, like you guys said, man, everybody just overkills it. And then when I finally do hear the original Planet Rock, I do get a little happy, but I get a little like, oh, my God, I heard it so many times. But when I do hear, you know, so Sonic, well, get it. I mean, then I'm all into it. But. If it's just a beat, I'm like, who's coming on? Who, whose track is this? <laughs> you know, you don't know who, who's coming on. No, then that's my point. You know, it's uh, not that, you know, I'm not trying to bash anyone's opinion. If you love it, you love it. You know, it's for you. But, you know, I'm a Puerto Rican. I love rice and beans and pork chops, but I can't eat it every day. You know, that's all I'm saying. This 
is the Freestyle Club. Pick hit of the week. It's the pick hit of the week. The unknown admin is your turn to pick. I picked the track with a Planet Rock beat. Yes, I did. Uh, it's Betrayal by um, Destune Records. Jorge Ojito featuring Hilda Marie. It's a pretty good track. I don't think it's as known. I haven't heard too many people playing it. And, you know, again, it goes to the promotion, right? A, a little backstory on this. I found this because of DJ Bryski. And this is a record that the producers are in Florida. But guess what? We had to buy this from a UK <laughs> website. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, right, uh, a little. Guys, I sent you a message. I still didn't get a reply. I. I got an automated reply. Oh, yeah. All right. I bought the record a week after I sent you the message. I got the record from the UK and still not get did not get a reply from the company. All right. It was like two weeks later when they replied to me. And all that time, I was able to get a vinyl from the UK. This is what I'm talking about when, you know, it needs a little work. I think that freestyle... It is entire customer service representative base needs uh, a little work. But DJ Bryski, do you have a pick here of the week? Uh, yes, I have Nickelon Broken. So for two Don't weeks be copying off me. Yeah, Don't he's... copy off of me, dude. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? What, what are you talking about? That was my pick. We didn't listen to the show? That was my pick from last week. Oh, he don't even listen to the show, ladies and gentlemen. No, I did listen to it, but I, can I hear it? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? All right, all it's right. It's a good song. For two weeks in a row... I know you know. I'll pick something else if you want. No, you can't pick something else. You already picked it. You picked it. You're denying it for me now. I'm not denying it. I'm just saying don't try to be like. We'll give you a repick of the week. (laughs) No, no, I do want to hear that. I do want to hear that. So play it. Sure, sure. And the podcast magic begins.
Last week's pick of the week for me is Diddle D's The Truth. You can find this particular song on YouTube. There's a brand new video for it. Uh, also, it's available on your digital distribution sites. It's produced by Julio Mena and is sung by Diddle D. The name of the artist I'm not too crazy about. It is unique, but um, the video is very well shot. Uh, I thought the story was pretty good. I'm a little confused on whether that's his daughter in the video, his sister, his cousin Pookie. I don't know. I, 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 do need, I do need yeah. some explanation on that, but I thought that the way they shot the video, the way she's running, uh, the way that the truck is behind her, the shots from above. I even like the fact that he has two swords and he's at top of the mountain. Uh, with, <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. The only thing I have an issue with when it comes to the video is the fact that the the boyfriend, the, the guy who is chasing the daughter, sister, or cousin up the hill, he's all the way up the hill with the swords. The guy's running after her and he just stands up there singing the truth and doesn't go after him with the sword which you know <laughs> that would have been cool it would have chopped his head off you know because we're latino and machetes but uh that's only if i directed it no it would have been really cool if he jumped down slashed his head off and then did a, a hold on, hold on. dance at the end it was a ninja sword wasn't it yes it was a ninja sword but I, it would have been cool if it would have been like a puerto rican machete right <laughs> yeah yeah, this is why I, this is why I don't do videos. But congratulations going on to Diddle D. He's my pick of the week with the truth. And check out the video on YouTube. Well, folks, before we go, some closing tidbits. Uh, big shout-outs going out to DJ Papa C. I wanted to send him a shout-out on our last episode, and um, I wasn't able to, but I wanted to thank him for his service. I know that he's going through some health issues, and I know that he had 18 different volumes of the mixes, all new school for his group, RTHS, and it's commendable. Uh, I know that there are other things and other reasons why he left uh, and, and stopped doing these mixes, but... I want to congratulate him on putting 18 new school freestyle mixes together to promote. Congrats, I, man. I also want to say that sometimes I'm not aware of certain songs because a lot of people block me because they're mad at me. So, <laughs> Bryski, if, if you ever get to a friend, Papa C, you know all the up-to-date freestyle because he, he's always on top of those releases and he's putting links at all times for these songs which is something that is commendable and he should That's be getting good. a lot of free product from these record labels because of all the promotion that he does for them for free. Everything should be free from for doing that. Nobody else does it. Uh, listen, dude, I, I, I got to commend them because, you know, I try to put up links as much as I can. And you know, sometimes it's not easy. You, you ask the artists and what they tell you, oh, just do a search on YouTube. On iTunes, oh. so you know it's not easy to always put up links. I would, you know, I tried it, and you know, it's not. It, it takes more time to find these links and post them up than it is to do the actual mix. Sometimes I once again want to thank our special guest this week, DJ Bryski. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, thank you for the editing job that I have to do now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Unknown admin, any final thoughts? Uh yeah, just big shout outs to everyone who listened, liked, and shared the show. I want to thank that listener again who who took the time to write his thoughts on what I had to say about the Planet Rock beat. We're going to have to agree to disagree. But again, I appreciate you taking the time to write out your thoughts and share them with us, man. I, that's what I want. I want be able people to be able to say what they have to say, you know, and, and move on, you know. And uh, another shout out to um, everyone who commented. And, you know, you can find me at The Unknown Admin and where Pepsi sold. Well, my final thoughts for the show today, as you can hear, we don't have Angel Benna on our third chair. Angel Mena is very busy. He has decided that he can't devote the time that we would like for him to devote to this particular show. But he's always welcome to come back and be the third chair. In the future, 
We're going to be having more guests here on the Freestyle Club to be honorary members and inducted into the Freestyle Club, which we're going to do right now with DJ Bryski. Uh, do we have like a sword that we can borrow from Diddle D to, uh, <laughs> to knight him as a member of the Freestyle Club? Should we send him a shirt? Send yeah, a give shirt. me a shirt. How about that? Triple X. No, it's double X. <laughs> that's very expensive. That's like vinyl product right oh, there. Here that's, we go. That, that's here a we lot go. of material, dude. I don't know. I got a cortina. Oh. I got a cortina that I can probably put freestyle club with a marker. Just get a bed sheet, stitch it up, I just put a stamp that. on it. Exactly. Oh, I didn't know. I don't speak Spanish. Yes, you do. A little bit. You've been listening to freestyle records to learn Spanish. I know how it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only back in the days, they, that's when they did it. But whatever. Um, Listen, thanks for having me on, guys. Seriously. Um, For serious topics i'll come on let me know when uh but listen if, listening if an we're artist li we've been listening all this time <laughs> if an artist can give djs like me and Raphael, and hopefully ted will come back give us a couple of versions to mess with we'll be happy and if it's on vinyl we'll buy it if not i mean at least give us give cpr his version at least give him that. I get my version. It's not like you're begging. No, I'm not. No, I'm not begging. I'm telling him, dude. What are you talking about? Give no, him I'm... your ver Give him the version that you want, because you need to speak. You love to talk, and give us us. We love the mix. You're, so a, free, give us... you're a freestyle twelve-inch crack addict. Yeah, that's oh. it. There you. I showed you. I showed you the picture. I put it there. How much? Is, you know, I spend my money on records like crazy. So. I'll suck your turntables. Please give oh me a 12 inch. Oh, here oh we right. go. We're going to have to edit that. Edit. It's getting ugly now. But no, honestly, people, you know what? The Santana twins are a good template on how to uh, put a song together, right? Because I got the song. I didn't have to do anything to it. And I was able to mix it in and out. Boom. Like butter. Like butter? Like butter, baby. Okay, well, for the Freestyle Club, <laughs> these just say butter. It's CPR, the unknown admin, and our guest, DJ Bryski, saying goodbye. Don't forget to check out CPRSmusic.com. Talk to you soon. Peace, love, and freestyle.